You don't wanna meet my brother So don't come into my ends Trust, we all know you've been messing with another If you make it out alive Maybe you can make this right Cause so many times I told you The next time I'll be colder to you No more late night Ubers, baby I'm not coming to your house Are you crazy? You said you were home But I saw Welcome and a happy new year to one and all. And I am, I'm kind of surprised that I'm actually on air this evening because uh, it was a bit of an odyssey. You know, uh, Aeneas, when he was like having his Aeneid to get back from Troy back to Greece, I don't think he had as many uh, difficulties as I did. But I wanted to say thank you very much, first of all, to uh, the brilliant, brilliant people here in uh, Capital FM and in Moskva FM as well, who helped me get on air. Um, And to uh, Maria Popfa, who made sure I got in the buildings. That's the most important thing. But... Folks, my name is Alan Moore and this is Capital Sports of Moscow's Capital FM and I am delighted to welcome you into 2022 because, you know, we, we all have hard times, but sometimes we have to back ourselves. We have to live through our fears and get things done. Yeah, that's what we have to do. So on the show tonight, we have an absolutely terrific lineup. It's nice, short, sharp, sweet and very, very uh, interesting. We have in just one moment, I'm going to go out to Tumen and to Dublin to speak with Andrew Flint and Eastwood Cody. Uh, I, I was going to say lady first, but no, because Eastwood would uh, criticise me for that or she'd give me a beating for it. So, uh, yeah, so basically we're going to go down in a moment. We're going to speak about all the goings on in Russian football and uh, Novak Djokovic, because of course we do need to speak about that as well. And of course, Fyodor Smolov going from Loco to Dinamo. It's a huge move, a huge move for Russian football in general and a big one for Dinamo. Um, and then in a second, we're going to have Andy Mackey's back and he's going to be speaking with the boys from the Transfer Exchange show, Steve and Kieran. We're going to have a good chat about what's been going on in the world of football transfers and especially what happened today with Rafa Benitez. Yeah, he was fired by um, by Everton. So yeah, it's it's all on the go. And of course, we saw earlier on today that Liverpool, Liverpool were just that 
bit too good for Brentford in the English Premier League. They won 3 0. West Ham sadly went down 3 2. Well, sadly for me, went down 3 2 to um, West, or, well, to Leeds, excuse me, at home. Tottenham and Arsenal, of course, was postponed. We'll speak with that in just one moment. So at the top of the English Premier League right now, Man City striding away. They have a game in hand over Liverpool, but they're on 56 points. Liverpool on 45. Chelsea on 43. And West Ham with that slip up. Didn't make any more ground on the top three, but they are in thirty. They're on thirty-seven points in fourth position. Okay, so straight away, I'll have to say that we do have a terrific giveaway. This, okay, you're going to get a signed shirt from Dynamo Moscow. Uh, all you have to do is text in to plus seven ninety five one 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 zero five three. Hashtag Capital Sports to get in with a chance for winning it. Okay. Oh, and by the way, yeah, I sorry, I got a message just right now saying, what about the Big Fat Filthy Quiz? Yes, it's on. Okay. Yes, it is on. And folks, as well, if you have any comments, any ideas you want to throw into us, plus seven ninety five one 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 zero five three, we're always happy to answer. Well, we're not always happy to answer, but we'll we'll answer them anyway. So, okay, straight away on to the phone line. Um, uh, Andrew Flint, are you there? Andrew. I certainly am. Oh, thank goodness, Rat. That that delay for a second went. Oh no, I'm going to have to hold my phone up again to the microphone. I, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't dream of teasing you. I wouldn't dream of doing it on purpose. Uh, you might be big, but you know what they say: the bigger they are, the harder they fall, and, and they'd be falling hard if I got a baseball bat your knees. Right, um, away from my double knees on that. Uh, okay, Fyodor Smolov to Dynamo Moscow. I mean, yeah. We now we. I I I said this. He's on the way at the club. He was not happy with what was going on in Lokomotiv. Yeah. Uh, but that's an absolutely terrific move for Dinamo. Absolutely. Um, I mean, Dinamo, uh, they had that game before the winter break against Zanit where had they won, they would have gone top of the table. They're still in the title shout after drawing that. But, um, I mean, Konstantin Chukavin up front is still only a teenager um, and Vyacheslav Gruliev is still in 22. So, an experienced quality Flat track bully um, is probably just exactly what Dinamo <laughs> need. They'll keep everybody fresh, and he's he's got seven goals for the first half of the season. He's he's up there. He's in reasonable form in a catastrophically chaotic club at Loco. So Dinamo, who's a, a very well run setup at the moment, um, actually fantastic buy for him. Yeah, I, I I think I think that that would actually put them. That bit. I I still I still think that Zenit had the league. But that is going to put Dino into yeah. a good position, chasing them down, and also holding like you know that that second spot in the league, um, and also then going into Europe next year. I think it's an absolutely terrific buy. I think it's it's wonderful. Um, other, other, around around the Russian league, I mean, there've been a few surprising moves since mm. we're off air. Um, you know, Zenit were buying in players, but then what about local? Local have also strengthened up their side as well. They got uh, the Slovakian international. Um, I mean, is that a good one for them? Because again, Slovakia players can be, you know, iffy. Well, I, I can't confess to having watched him play, but um, our colleague Andy Mack is a is a big fan of his. He says he's a he's a, he's a very good goal scorer, and they they do need that. Obviously, now that Small has gone, Zay Luis has been released. There's not really much of a loss, I suppose, because he's barely featured this season at all. I don't think. Um, how it will really improve locomotives' fortunes, I don't know, but I think it's probably a sensible buy because it's only for about four or five million, so not not a massive loss. Um, they've recouped a bit of money as well from selling Murillo to Palmeiras, so it balanced, not completely balancing the books, but getting some wages off the bill. So I think it's a sensible move. Um, how good he'll be? Who knows? Yeah, I mean, Murillo was a strange one that they, they, they did sell because I was thinking, mm, you know, like they, they had bought him as an investment, as a sell-on player, but to a European club. Yeah. But Murillo seemed, like, I mean, as I said, I, I said this, I said there was so much going on in Lokomotiv that people, you know, 
I mean, but when you have people coming to you saying, "Listen, Alan, this is bad. This is bad." What you, you know, you kind of go, "Wait, hold on." Like, I mean, it just it was it's, it's a disaster. Um, Spartak, Spartak Moscow. Mm, yeah, that, actually, Spartak have done some pretty good business, I'd say, and they did it nice and early as well. No, no hanging around. They brought in Shamar Nicholson, Jamaican striker who scored a lot of goals in Belgium so far this season. Um, I mean, it's always getting embarrassing how many forwards they've got with, you know, Quincy Promise and Jordan Larson. I'm still expecting probably to leave in the winter break. Um, yeah, still hasn't scored all season, which is incredible given how electric he was last. Um, Daniel Klusevich, a very, very good Russian under 21 international, very versatile. Um, Leon Klaassen, the Russian, uh, boy, well, has a Russian passport who will again give them more backup. In defence, so and, and moving on Lomovitsky to Rubin for any money at all is, is brilliant business, I think. Yeah, I think um, it, was, it was good to get so, him out. I, I mean, okay, but yeah. we're looking staying in Moscow. Um, looking at Siska, they they seem they, they've strengthened yeah. their trainers. I mean, with the Berezutsky coming in. Well, yeah, I mean, um, it, it was a slightly odd one, I think, for from Krasnodar getting rid of. Uh, Viktor Konchenko and, and then of course um, Beretsuski so the Beretsuski brothers together I think is a, is a sensible move they've done a lot of training under um, uh, Leonid Slutsky when he was in the Netherlands so they've, they've gone through that training together um, and actually a very interesting bit of news well, I, I'm not sure whether to call it news or not actually Jesus Medina Paraguayan playmaker oh he signed he today was well, well, this is this is what I'm not exactly sure how to how to put it. He's teased it. The Paraguay national team say he's a CSK player. Some news outlets are saying it, but CSK haven't confirmed it yet. Um, but and, uh, he, and we've heard it. You said he's 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 playing. Sorry, just before you go on, Andrew, he's playing in the MLS right now in America. Yes, just won the MLS yeah. MLS Couple of Sports Shield with um, New York City. So, and I spoke to some Paragon journalists just before going on air, and they are they rave about him. He made his professional debut at fifteen. Play out why he scored a lot of goals this season. Um, very very exciting with a huge amount of salon value for TSK. So, could be if, assuming he is confirmed, which I think he will be today or tomorrow. Very very interesting signing for him. Yeah, that is that is excellent. Okay, well, one um, we just mentioned because we we run around the clubs, of course, and Himki has strengthened up with uh, the seventy-two-year-old Yuri <laughs> Zhirkov. <laughs> They're getting their old boys band back together, aren't they? All I'm waiting for now is to see Kukorin announced. And um, Kukorin <laughs> just got voted worst player in Serie A. Could you imagine that? Mamayev and Kukorin, the jailbirds back together. Zhirkov, um, Denis Blushikov. I mean, it is, it is a pensioner's home now. But um, I can't blame Hinky for bringing him in. He's experienced, he's versatile. He's not going to be electric, but he, he might offer them a bit of stability at the back. For I think he's got a six-month contract with option to extend. So... It's it's a lot of age there, um, but you know I think it could be actually for Kimki not bad, not a bad signing. Okay, um, Isil Cody, you're waiting there patiently on the line, and thank you as well for the support. And uh, said it was Mission Impossible to get into the studio. I will relate that in a, at the end. I, I think I think we'll just leave it because it doesn't need to be said. Um, my my whole history today because okay, well basically before Isil, uh, I asked Isil her first question. I went to our other studio, Moscow City, where we were broadcasting from the last time, as everyone knows. Um, looked at the monitors, nothing was there. I was like, oh, I texted our boss, he said, no, we're in the uh, main studio. I was like, okay. So, of course, you know, uh, raced home, got my pass for this studio, came back, because <laughs> we were two different passes, came, came in. When I came in, 
my pass wouldn't work. So I had to look, I said, Maria Popova, she helped out, and uh, Angelina from uh, Moscow FM, they helped me get into the studio. And, uh, you know, so, and Kostya as well for helping me to make sure I had to set up here. So that was my journey tonight. It was a big rush, but we're on air. And Isolt, um, talk about not being let in. Novak Djokovic, what the hell was going on with that? And legally, uh, was everything done correctly? So there's an interesting, I am going to just start by saying the judge's decision and the reasons behind the Chief Justice's decision to deport and not overturn Hawke, who was the minister who made the decision basically to have his visa cancelled, even though the court had uh, basically let through his first appeal. So the second appeal that has led to his deportation. The reasons for the judgment have not been given, but the only ground, so let's say you've gone through an appeal process once, on the second occasion, as this was, the only ground for having the decision overturned would have been that there was something patently unlawful. So it's not a question of anything administrative at this stage. Initially, the issues were administrative in nature, but this time round, it was the judge hasn't given reasons for his decision. He's basically said, we just find this wasn't patently unfair or unlawful. Hence, Novak has to go. Um, in terms of the running order of things here, obviously, the first time round, the um, Australian immigration team made a few procedural boo-boos, which led to the fact that Novak was able to say, hey, you didn't stick to your own rules and how you dealt with me. Therefore, I'm appealing your initial decision to cancel my visa. And the interesting thing is, at that point, Novak's team could have said, by the way, we're here in good faith. We noticed that it appears there was an error on the declaration. They could have said it then. And I think if they had, it may have led to a different outcome. If they said, we've just realised this is incorrect. We're bringing this to your attention and done it in a good faith way. The real issue here is the fact that as anyone who's travelled abroad and has to give a declaration and tick a box knows the form you fill in clearly says when you're signing it, you are aware of the implications of the declaration. So it, do, it doesn't matter who ticks the box. You sign it to verify the content. He, he said his agent ticked the box. His agent filled in the forms. His agent filled in the form. But at some point, he would have had to sign it as the declaration. Exactly. It, and the, the other thing is, it's a lesson to us all. Don't post everything on the Internet. I, because but, I, don't, <laughs> I don't think he would have ever brought it up if the pictures hadn't been out there. Well, that's the whole thing. I mean, okay, let's, let's, let's put like uh, a step even further back and the fact that when he first applied for his visa, uh, they said, no, you're rejected because you, you know, you're not vaccinated and you haven't presented something said you've had uh, COVID in the previous six months um, or have a, a special medical exemption. He then got COVID was given a document to say he got COVID that would let him in. So he applied and went through that process. But after saying he got COVID, he was then seen at a kid's training camp. And then he also traveled abroad while he was sick with COVID. And one of the things where you couldn't be abroad, you, you couldn't be in a third country uh, within 14 days before arriving in Australia. And of course, as Easel said, he was posting up his um, pictures on Instagram and so on and so forth. Um, Andrew, have you any sympathy for Novak? None whatsoever. Um, I mean, it, he, he's, a, he's an idiot. There's no other way to put it. I mean, that's being very, very kind. Um, well, like, like you guys have just said, 
It doesn't matter who you say filled in the form on your behalf. You first, like Ethel said, you tick it, you sign it, you have to take responsibility for it. I mean, some of the admissions he's made are, are just quite astoundingly stupid. For me, I think, really, one of the worst is when he, he admitted to that uh, interview with the L'Equipe um, journalist because I didn't want to let him down. You tell me any sports star of any standing, yet alone a number one world tennis player saying, well, I've got loyalty to a journalist. I mean, when he knew he had, when he knew his test was positive for COVID, that's, that goes beyond um, a good or bad decision. That's, no, I don't no. know if it technically is criminal, but it's horrifically bad behaviour. Well, I mean, just none whatsoever. Yeah, I mean, we, we had this sort of the, the difficulties. If you, if, you, if you knowingly had COVID and infected somebody else, you could face fines and, you know, um, prison term and so yeah. on. Isil, you, you brought up there about uh, Renato Vorovkova. Now, I know from inside chats, uh, that you know, from tennis uh, player chats, and it, it, I was told like at the time, she was you know she had done everything in good faith. Said, look, she was going to get her her vaccination. She will get it anyway. Um, she was genuinely sick. She was ill. I know she was ill. Uh, everyone knew she was ill. And the way she was treated, a lot of the WTA players were up in arms. But the focus was solely on Novak, and she was already quietly like you know deported. And I think the circumstances of her deportation differ hugely into the fact that we could all watch Novak's trip to Dubai and wherever he's going from there. He walked through the airport. This lady has basically, while Novak's family came out and his mother as good as suggested he was tortured by the Australian authorities, this lady went through the treatment that a normal person being deported goes through, the various searches. And I think for someone who had come in, she had been granted her visa. The difference was... She was granted her visa on the basis of what she told them. She did everything the right way. And I think her treatment, I can understand, obviously, the WTA have said they want players to be vaccinated. And there are case players who probably got vaccinated solely to go to this tournament. And I think one Greek tennis player has expressed that as a sentiment. And it's very difficult to square how she has been treated and how the world number one has been treated. And I think the marked difference is something that is really important here. She was treated like... She had her visa cancelled while there after playing in a tournament yeah, and being yeah. fortunate enough to contract COVID. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'll, like, we'll leave that there and I, I think that's a good way to, to leave it as well. So, no, you, you are right. I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. I'd actually, you know, drop, slip my mind. Um, of course, she actually spoke with Russian media as well and she has no malice. Now, she has, getting, she has gotten looked after by the Australian Open. They have, you know, given her some money and so on. But at the same time, uh, it's a horrible situation. She was really done over. You know, she's brought in. She was strip searched. She was like, you know, but she, she took in a good faith, said, okay, fine. It's, you know, it happens, it happens. Guys, thank you very, very much for that. I know you'll be back almost for the Big Fat Filthy Quiz. We'll have to go into the break right now. Uh, so thank you, Andrew, and thank you, Eselt. And great to hear them as well. Uh, so lively. And they're going to be pumped up for the Big Fat Filthy Quiz. I know that Eselt is going to love the uh, the first, the audio section. Right. We'll go to the break right now, coming back with Andy Mack and the Transfer Exchange Show. And we're going to go out with a kind of something to boost yourselves up a little bit because I was feeling today as I was racing across Moscow and then waiting downstairs to be let in I was feeling time passing what sound does a clock make but TikTok so this is TikTok and Keisha back after this with Andy Mack and the Transfer Exchange Show Capital Sports with Alan Moore Wake up in the morning feeling like P. Diddy hey, whatever, my glasses I'm out the door I'm gonna hit this city Let's before go. I leave brush my teeth with a bottle of Jack cause when I leave for the night 
Coming back I'm talking pedicure on our toes, toes. Trying on all our clothes, clothes Boys blowing up our phones, phones Drop tapping, playing our favorite CDs Pulling up to the parties Trying to get a little bit tipsy Don't stop me Folks, um, after that little bit of uh, Keisha, we're going to um, move on very, very quickly. And we'll speak about uh, sports. 
before we do, uh, well, before <laughs> sports, of course, as well, the uh, American football players are going on right now. And, of course, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers under good old Tom Brady are 17-0 up against the Eagles. That's down, of course, in Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay, they've had some interesting moments in the last little while. Uh, unfortunately, we were hoping that Peter P would uh, speak with us about that, but uh, he is unavailable this evening, but he'll be here next week to talk about Antonio Brown. Right, and also, in the Spanish Supercopa, it is 1-0 to Real Madrid against Atletico. Yes, so there you go. And I'm delighted to welcome back and wish a Happy New Year once again to Mr. Andy Mack. Andy, how are you doing? Uh, very happy new year. A bit bunged up. Um, but, um, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I think less said about that. <laughs> <more> like <laughs> All right. Um, Andy, listen, that one, that, that Super Copa, where is it taking place? Uh, that is a very good question. Uh, it's a neutral location. I can't remember which. Uh, maybe uh, Saudi, oh, oh, no. Saudi it's, Arabia? It's, it's, yeah, Jed, it's, it's Jeddah, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. No, well, the King Fahd Stadium. I think, I think King Fahd is in Riyadh. Uh, maybe, King, maybe. King, King of the Sports City, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's, uh, it's. Um, yeah. uh, I think no, no. A, lo- a, lo- a local game. Yeah, exactly. No, it's it's in Riyadh. I'm almost certain of that. It's a King Fahd Stadium. But anyway, doesn't matter. It's in Saudi Arabia, so <laughs> it's an interesting one. Luka Modric, of course, putting Real Madrid seven minutes before halftime. He put them up one nil. Um, Andy, so much going on in the world of football transfers right now. But first of all, Rafa Benitez fired. Okay, They had to sell off one of their better players in order to afford to sack him and his staff. Um, Duncan Ferguson now, big dunk, your good buddy. He is in control at the moment. That's uh, It's an odd one, isn't it? Well, it's kind of been coming. Um, one win from 13 games, and I think... The, that that single win was that they went in front against Arsenal in the last few minutes, um, and it's not been the fact that they've only won uh, one from thirteen. I think it's more been the fact that they've been thumped five two by Watford, three one by Palace, three two Brighton, two one Norwich. Um, it's an interesting one because I think the players haven't turned up for him. I also think it's been slightly strange with the formations trying to play Rondon and Calvert Lewin together. But it'll be interesting to see how exactly the players respond now that Duncan Ferguson has been put in charge. Um, Roberto Martinez, the Belgian manager, is favourite at the moment, but he'd be an absolute madman to take that because I think it's been tainted since Koeman left. Um, God knows what's going to happen. They've struggled with injuries as well, but I think they've got it very wrong with the tactics with Benitez um, and also the fact that they've had to sell... Lucas Digne to Aston Villa, albeit for a, a tidy sum. Um, yeah, strange one, but I think he had to go. The, the fans had gone, and they weren't going to come back until that change had happened. Yeah, they'll call him Agent Rafa because, of course, he had you know, quite a good success at Liverpool, and uh, moving across the park to take over their hated rivals. I mean, it's a tough one. Um, Steve Kay is here with us from the Transfer Exchange Show. Steve, uh, a very happy New Year to you. Hope all is well. Yeah, happy new year, mate. How are you doing? Very Thanks good. Thanks for having us. No, listen, and I have to say, like, it was it was a mess up on my side as well. Uh, Steve, can you hear me? Okay. Hello. Okay, we just seem to have um, gotten messed up on that call. Steve, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah I, I can okay. hear you now. Yeah. So, All right. Sorry. And then I went quiet then. Yeah. You <laughs> don't don't. Guys, don't move or don't touch anything. Okay, um, very quickly on that one, Rafa Benitez. Um, have you mm. any clue, uh, Steve, on who might be coming in to replace him? 
Well, it's, it's still very early days, but the um, early indications that it, it's going to be Duncan Ferguson to, to take over at the beginning. And the favourite at the moment to sort of join him is, you know, is Wayne Rooney, uh, along with um, Roberto Martinez. But he's, he's going to be very difficult to to get hold of. Uh, I would have thought Wayne Rooney would be would be a lot easier. But who, whose idea it was to, to put Benitez in charge of everything in the first place, I, I, I have no idea. I don't. I would love to have been in that meeting when, you know, they came up with that name and they all went, yeah, yeah, we get Rafael Benitez, the one that's uh, everybody hates. So, <laughs> I know it was yeah. a tough. It was a strange one. Stay in Liverpool, Steve. I'll just uh, ask you this one, um, and then ask Andy. Mo Salah and his salary demands. He's looking for four hundred thousand pounds sterling a week. Apparently, um, he's twenty nine years of age. His Contract has another year and a half to run. He's out of contract next summer. Um, are Liverpool going to budge or are they going to say, listen, it's been nice, but on your way? Well, these, these contract talks have been going on for a long while now. They, 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 they've been going on for at least at least a year and, and they haven't came up with a, a decision or you know a way they can find sort of a, you know, a compromise where they can get him to stay at the club. Um, I know that they're looking for players up front. I know that there's been talks that we, with players in, that is in Salah's position. Hey, is, he, is he being greedy? He's obviously he's going to try it. Everybody will try it on. You know, we've got Pierre Aubameyang at Arsenal who's on 300 grand a week. So why shouldn't probably who's been called the best player in the world get 400 grand a week? But um, yeah, look, he's, he's a world-class player. And what? You know, players go on a lot more these days. And uh, was he, what is he, 29, Alan, did you say? Yeah, yeah 29, yeah. Yeah, I mean, was he still, I reckon he's still got a good three, four years in him. So, yeah, why not? Why not 400 grand? Why not? Uh, Andy Mack, what do you reckon? I mean, w- like, would you take him up in Celtic on 400 grand a week? No chance. <laughs> the, the, the African Cup of Nations ruins you every other season. Okay. I mean, if, 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 if if you're going to pay that kind of money to a player, I think you should have first the first dibs on whether they stay and help your Premier League campaign or not. Uh, I understand he wants to go and play. Um, scored a, a vital goal against Guinea-Bissau, as you do, instead of playing in the cup game when they could have done with them against Arsenal in the semi-final. Um, if you are going to pay that kind of crazy money, I think you deserve to have the first nudge on whether he stays or goes for those kind of tournaments. Um, but... Five years, uh, this is his fifth year at Liverpool. The longest he'd ever been at a club before that was for a two-year spell. Um, so I think his agent's probably missing the, the money, money, money. OK, well, that is fair enough because agents do earn. Kieran, Kieran Stewart, a happy new year to you. I know you're there with us right now. Thank you for jumping on yeah, because yeah. I messed up the time, folks, just so you know. It was my mistake on this because again <laughs> what happened today on the way into the studio, guys, listen, I'll tell you another time it was mad. But anyway, I'm here. Kieran, uh, what Andy said yeah. there, I've heard said a bit about like these kind of tournaments, the African Cup of Nations. No one said they said about the Cup of America. They said I'd say about the Gold Cup in North America. Uh, uh-huh. They even say about the Asian, you know, you know, uh, uh, championships. No one says about the Europeans or the. Yeah, I know. Why is that? Yeah, and I'm not. No, I, Andy, I'm not no. because Andy. I'm saying Andy said exactly what I've heard so many people saying, and I'm thinking, oh come on. So, yeah. Look, well, you, well, you, well, you shut the league down then, don't you, for the tournaments? 
Yeah, well, look, it, you can't play the African Nations Cup in the middle of summer because the, the players will be dropping like flies. So that's not even an option. Uh, with regards to the amount that he's paid and they should have first refusal, it's like the, the country doesn't have a bearing on how much the players played. So it's not really fair that they lose out on a player because the club's got money to pay that player more. Um, no one really asks any of the English players if they would pull out of the European Cup or if that was or if they would pull out of Qatar we'll see uh, see if anyone be asked if they could pull out of Qatar but it's, it's not even an option so yeah um, look it, if look, he is the best player in the world um, he has every right to ask for that money but uh, yeah I, I don't I, know whether we'll give, we'll give it to him well that's I, I personally I would think mm, just like maybe Flog him off in the summer. That's 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 yeah. That, that's good for me. Yeah. I just think I that, think that could start be from scratch. Do you yeah, know what I mean, start start afresh. Um, yeah. Otherwise, a year down the line, you could be sitting on a player with a three or four year deal on a four hundred grand a week, and you can't get him off the books. Exactly, exactly. And he has shown that he can pick up injuries as well. And you know, okay, uh, moving on to probably the best player in the world, uh, Haaland. Haaland, uh, the son of the man who basically crocked Roy Keane, then who Roy Green crocked back. Mm. Um, Kieran, three hundred and fifty million euros is the amount of money that would get him to a club, apparently. Yeah, yeah, that's that's look. So it's the minimum. It's the release clause, which is about 70, 70 million euros. Uh, then you add on the factor where you've got to play. Uh, Minerola's fees, dad's fee, plus his wages over the duration of the contract, which is probably going to be about a five-year contract. So it sounds like a lot of money. However, you are getting the most sought-after striker in world football, um, maybe bar Mbappe, arguably, um, at your club. Everyone's going to be after him. The, the release clause, if you think about the release clause, would you pay 64 65, 70 mil for Haaland. Everyone would in a heartbeat. Every single team would pay that money for Haaland right now. So you're looking at, it should be about double that. So you, it, it works out. It works out. So it, 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 papers will always sell it as 350 million and it, it sounds massive. It's like uh, a wages, they're on 400 grand a week. But that's, if, if you're paying a player 400 grand a week, 300 grand a week, it means they're doing something well. It means they're getting hitting their goal bonuses. It means they're getting you're doing well in the league. You're in Champions League, so you're you're hitting all the your markers as well. So yeah, 350 mil sounds a lot, but as I said, you're getting the best young prospect in world football no, right I'm, now. I'm, I'm I'm with you on that, um, Andy Mack. I'm going to ask you on this one uh, because this is now related to uh, Manchester United. We were discussing, of course, before the New Year holidays, before we went off air. Um, Ralph Rangnick now is seen, he's already falling out with everybody. Uh, he's really having a lot. And I know with the, the, the boys, he, like with Kieran and Steve, I, I told them in advance who was going to be leaving Loco. And we've seen that uh, Fiona Smollett, because, of course, Rangnick is still in charge of Loco as well. And already players are fleeing the club. Um, same looks like it happened in Manchester United as well. Martial is on the way out, and a few other players as well. And Rangnick might be, you know, very, very unhappy soon. Uh, even more free to come back to Loco soon. I, I can't see Manchester United getting rid of him. Yes, I, I thought they were totally in control of that game first half. Aston Villa. What happened second half? I've got absolutely no idea. They fell apart. Um, 
In terms of Ranić, if you upset players, you upset players. Ferguson did it all the time. He just got a shot of them pretty quickly. Um, and if Cristiano Ronaldo was one of them, let's face it, he's probably only got another year tops to at United. And I actually think Manchester United look a better team with Cavani and Fernandes as their focal point. Um, who you have round about that, Martial hasn't really done a great deal, had lots of potential when he came in, signed him for big money from Monaco. Um, I think they need to, at the moment, go back to a bit of a core. If he's upset players, um, I think they should be upset with themselves already because they've been mostly atrocious this season. OK. Steve, um, talks about Pochettino, for example, coming in, but that seems more like... Uh, paper talk because ultimately Ralph Reinick is going to pick his successor that's just a fact that's you know written into his contract um, do we know who might be actually he might be uh, appointing has there been any rumours around the football world well you, you've, you've just said one now it's, it's, there's Pochettino and there's Ten Hag um, of Ajax who's being talked about a lot and um, today this morning I was told that um, you know Zidane who we was sort of nailed on was going to PSG who you know he's been linked again with Manchester United and um, you know they're they're having talks with him again now with someone like Zidane he he would for me now I had to think about this today he would be the sort of person I, I think now Manchester United should get in I think these players need someone to look up to and to be honest with you at the moment I don't think these players at Manchester United are looking up to Ralph Ragnick there are a lot of young people, these lot of young players at Manchester United. You see the Rashfords, you see the Martials, you see the Sanchos, you see the Greenwoods, and they, they they don't look happy. They they they're not happy. There's, there's something not not right there. And I, I look at today's game, and for me, management is is a modern is a modern day's game, and you need to be a young manager. And I think players look up to young managers. You know, they look. You go through the the Premiership. You look at Klopp. You look at uh, you know Guardiola. You look you look at Mikel Arteta. You know, these are the type of managers now that I think young players, you know, look up to and want to play for. I think Ralph Regnick possibly is not one of them. And the way you see Rashford's on the pitch, he's moving, oh, you know, he's got his head down. He's, he, you know, he just, they're, just, they're just not happy. They're just not happy. And with Zidane now, I think they bring someone like him in, um, you know, someone they would really look up to, you know, playing-wise as well as management-wise. Um, and and that that wasn't surprising this morning when he when his name got he's got brought up. Okay, uh, it's, uh, um, Kieran. Just we've got a minute and a half left. But I just want to, to to run through a couple of quick things. Um, apparently, Christian Eriksen is going to be signed by an English Premier League club by the end of this week. Is that mm -hmm. true or not? Yes, so I think there was some quotes that he said um, he's he's hoping to get something uh, um, sorted out by the by the end of the month, um, and I think that's comes from his mouth himself. So it does look like he's going to be coming to, back to the Premier League. I'm quite surprised because um, I I didn't think that they were insurance wise with regards to having yeah. a, a player with a pacemaker. Uh, I know that Eric Division uh, they do do it because uh, Daily Blind has it as well. Um, so it wouldn't be the only one there. So I would have thought that Ajax would have been a spot for him. Um, but yeah, um, it'd be interesting to see what clubs do take do take him on. Yeah, because that's the insurance angle is exactly what I thought here, and I was like thinking, Jesus, mm. I mean, I wouldn't want to, you know, it's it's worrying. I mean, again, you can't discriminate, but at the same time, yeah, you know, it's it's a tough. Yeah, one. Um, yeah, it's tough. Uh, quick, these quick, quick ones. Uh, I'm gonna start with Steve. Steve, have 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 you heard anything like an interesting kind of a breaking story? You guys at Transfer Exchange might be breaking this week. 
Well, this week, you know, I'd keep an eye out on anything that's uh, going on with Burnley. They've just sold Chris Woods to to, to Newcastle, and there's, there's you know, there's interest for me. <laughs> Funny enough, Andy Carroll, which every time I say that, I can't stop laughing every time I mention <laughs> the name, but every time I mention it, there's Di Boccarigi, there's Christian Benteke. So Burnley's definitely definitely one to, to, to keep an eye on. And, okay. Um, they, also Chelsea as well because they need they need um, a left a left back and Sergio Dest has, has been approached. So um, yeah, and he can play left and right back. So that's an interesting one to keep an eye on. Kieran, what about you? Have you heard anything that we should be having a, an, an eye out for as well? Uh, just looks like for Arsenal, any Arsenal fans out there, it looks like Pablo Mari's off to uh, Udinese. Um, that, oh. that looks like it's looks like it's um, looks like it's going to be something that's happening. Um, and yeah, I mean the Vlajevic has, has gone a bit quiet, but sometimes um, quiet's good. So <laughs> just just for Arsenal fans, keep the faith. Um, they, they're working hard to get players in. I know that Arthur's one that they wanted to get in, and, and Vlajevic as well. So, um, but if they don't, the summer you should be excited for the summer because um, Arsenal will be spending big money. That is very very good because Double N, of course, is a fan. Andy Mac, I know you're going to be there, guys. Do you want to join us for the quiz after this? Or are you going to go away and enjoy your Sunday evening? Yeah, yeah, I'll enjoy yeah, well, go, mate. All right, that's great. Good that's that, that, that's good news. Okay, so thank you very much, Andy. And uh, well, Andy, of course, is always back with us. He'll be back in studio with us next week. All going well. And to Kieran and Steve from the Transfer Exchange Show, folks, the best. Freshest news on football transfers, the Football Exchange Show. It's on YouTube. It is on Instagram, Twitter. Check it out. It really is the go-to for football transfers. Trust me on that. Okay. Uh, right, folks, we're going to the break right now. Um, and with all that football transfer news, those people need a bit of a break. So we're going out with the Jungle Brothers and freaking you back with the Big Fat Filthy Quiz. Capital Sports with Alan Moore.
последние уикенды на Кэпитал. Каждое воскресенье в 11 вечера продолжаем отличный уикенд. Встречаем новую неделю. Okay, and I got a message in uh, from someone saying who was actually joy who entered our quiz. Hashtag Capital Sports. You have a bit. You got about six minutes to do. Send in your messages, and we'll announce the winner at the very end of the show. So hashtag Capital Sports two plus seven ninety five one 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 zero five three to win a signed Dino Moscow shirt. Okay, uh, and the the movie that that was from. Yes, good question. If I'm not mistaken, it's Road Trip. Guys, is that correct? Road Trip. No idea. Good film, though. Yeah, good film. I, I, I think it's from Road Trip. <laughs> great, it's a great movie. I I watched it <laughs> so long ago. I just laughed nonstop. It's yeah. ridiculous, right? So <clears throat> we have um, it's seventeen zero at halftime between the Bucks and the Eagles. Uh, so yeah, some people. I think Peter P is happy with that anyway he's not here today but he will be happy with us okay so um we will announce the quiz our guys right now in the order that they're going to um compete so Eastold, you're there i certainly am lovely double n yep, yep okay that's good uh kieran you're there with us i heard your voice yeah, okay andrew flint always here oh lovely steve k yep here mate and andy mack bringing up your rear <laughs> We've already started. I, I knew. Oh, starting a new year. As Always we raising return. Exactly, exactly. So here, like the fact that I'm, I'm in front of him, so that's. I'm having these pictures in the head now. No, you don't want those pictures in your head, Steve. I'm telling you. Right here we go. Here we go. Right. So these are club songs, right? Club songs. So you have to tell me, right? You have to tell me. First the country and then the club, okay? So you first guess the country and then the club. So, you ready, Salt? Oh, God. Okay, here you go. Here you go. It, this is an easy, Salt, you'll know this. I promise you, this is a, a really handy one for you. Here we go. Okay, so country, first of all. What's the country? What the hell is that meant to be? That's not music. <laughs> that is music. That's music, I'm telling you. Okay. Meant to be easy. Well, I can tell you right now that isn't Irish music. No. Um, it sounds slightly ridiculous. I'm going to go with... I'm going to go with England. Yes, well no. Five points. Yeah. yeah. What's the club? Come on. It's not when it, well, it's not Spurs because that is not meant to be... When it's, and <laughs> is, Come on. No. I'm going to go with... West Ham. <clears throat> no, West Ham is forever blowing bubbles. It, it could have been forever blowing bubbles for all I knew. It was. No, <laughs> it's like, oh, I'm forever blowing bubbles. That's that's a different one altogether. <laughs> and that's called, uh, oh Jesus, this is called the Post Horn Gallop. <laughs> I don't think that's appropriate for an English <laughs> team right now. Yeah, and it's it's uh, Leicester City. There you go, Leicester of City. It is. Okay, of course. Double N. This one is for you. All right. So, <laughs> so here we go. Get ready for this one. All right. Yeah. 
Okay, so the country, uh, first of all. I think it's, uh, it sounds Italian, no? Well done! Jesus, you guys are good yeah. tonight. Right, Italian, yeah. And the team? Right. The team, let's go for Juve, Juventus. No, it's AS Roma. No. Oh, well done, well done, oh. AS Roma. There you go. It's called Roma, Roma, Roma. There you go. Very inventive. Right, uh, next up is Kieran. Kieran, I think you'll like this one. You, I, I think you might get this one right. No I'm giggling, I'm giggling. That first one sounded like it come from a working man's club, not a football club. <laughs> yeah, I know. Awful. <laughs> I know. Here we go. This is a good one for you. Here we go. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Jesus Christ, I completely messed up with that one. I played the wrong part of the song, but that's the song. <laughs> all right, have a, have, a, have a guess. The country, first of all. I'm going to say Czech. No, it's Russian. It's what? Russian, yeah, yeah. It's a Slavic language. No, no, but you're very close. You're very close. I'm going to say Spartak Moscow. Well done, five points for you. Well done. It's Spartak Moscow, yeah, their song. So it actually sounds very much like a Eurovision song, but there you go. It's uh, it's quite it's interesting. Brilliant. Okay, so uh, next it's up... It's a Eurovision club. It is. <laughs> Don't say that. Okay. <laughs> Andrew, Andrew, here you go. This is your one, okay? So this is a, a gold celebration song, okay? But you will like it. Here we go. Right, now I can play you the uh, longer part of it, like the sort of the upbeat version of it, okay? Here we go. Okay, so go on. Country and then... <laughs> country and then club. Come on, quick. I'm pretty sure that's... Is that an MLS one? An American one? No, it's not. It's German. <clears throat> ah, right, okay. Well, I'll go with something like St. Pauli then. No, no, it's not St. Pauli. It is Augsburg, Augsburg, Insel mit Zweinbergen. So the island between, it, it's a great, it's from Lidlland. It's like a, it's a really, really interesting kids TV show. <laughs> really, really interesting. Trust me. Uh, can't believe, oh, can't believe you didn't get that one, Andrew. Yeah, with Insel as well. Okay, here we go. Right. So uh, we're <laughs> coming up second last. Steve K, this is for you. All right. <laughs> You'll know this one, right? So uh, you should do it. It's, it's quite every week. I know, with this one you will. Okay, so what club? Well, country and club. They kind of did sing the uh, name of the team in it, actually. Yeah, repeatedly. Yeah, they did. Yeah. <laughs> Stitch up. I'm going crazy. Lucky I was muted. <laughs> All right. No, yeah, I, did, I didn't hear no team, so you, you're fine. Spain? No, it's Belgium. 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 Belgium, Belgium. Um, Genk. No. Pass it on. Pass it on. (laughs) No, I can't. (laughs) (laughs) Next, next. No, it's Anderlecht. Anderlecht, okay? Anderlecht. So, okay. And finally, Andy Mack. This Mm. one is for you, right? I think you'll know who this one is already. So, here we go. Okay, Andy, country and team. Uh, I feel like you may have stitched me up here. <laughs> no, it was, it's just the way, it, I, honestly, it's the way it fell. <laughs> so go ahead. Uh, I, I'm going to have to say Scotland. Yeah, correct. Is it, is it, is it the other lot? Who? 
Uh, Glasgow Rangers. Well done. And you might get 10 points, Glasgow Rangers. <laughs> 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 All right, moving on. So Andy Mack is out in the lead. Uh, Steve Kay has no points. And uh, Andrew Flint has no points, but everyone else is on five. So Eastlt, Double N, and Kieran are still in there with a very big shout. Okay, so here we go. Eastlt, for you. This is, uh, this is again, this is not planned. Uh, this is a random question. So, uh, missing word Djokovic appeals in Australia. Djokovic appeals in Australia. Djokovic appeals, well, I would say to his pathetic Serbian supporters, but uh, Djokovic <coughs> appeals to, uh, appeals deportation. Uh, I'll give you five points for that, yeah. It's uh, appeals visa decision to re- to remain. Very good. Okay. My uh, head. <laughs> okay. Uh, double M, this one is for you. Okay. KHL, uh, what? By COVID outbreaks. KHL. What by COVID outbreaks? KHL, of course, the Continental Hockey League. Um, is not affected. Let's say. Oh, on the opposite, matches are threatened. Okay, oh, so I, I give no, I'll give you two because it's quite an interesting one you got. Okay, um, Kieran, here is your one now. Oh, this is a good one. This not this was good. Rangnick demands more United players. So Rangnick demands more what United players? Oh. This could be anything. <laughs> I know. Um, <laughs> it's really obvious. Uh, more yes. signings. No, more energy or passion. But but you got you, you were you were getting there. I'm going to give you two points. Okay, I'll give you two points. It was good effort. Okay, I'm and... sorry for me. <laughs> no, <I don't. laughs> you get two points for that. It's a disgrace. <laughs> no, come on, <laughs> hell on it. Don't they were singing Belgium, Belgium, Andalect, Andalect. That's a disgrace. That's a disgrace. All right. Radios. Andrew Flint, very quickly to you. Brady, as in Tom. Brady bids to what as Bill's what? Belichick. Uh, Brady bids to break break record of some kind. Christ, I don't know. He, he, that's what he usually does. Um, Christ, bids to. Uh, I, I, I don't know. B- bids to break record as Belichick Mano falls over. No, <laughs> Brady bids to repeat, as in his Super Bowl win, as Bills blast Belichick because, of course, the Buffalo Bills absolutely <sighs> battered the heads off of um, the uh, poor old uh, New England Patriots yesterday. That's why Peter P isn't here. It is 2-0 right now after 6-3 minutes in the uh, Spanish Super Cup between uh, Real Madrid and Athletic Club. Okay, um, so, look, Andrew, I'm going to give you two points for that. Just fair is fair. Steve K, this one's for you, okay? All right, this is good. Mm. African Cup of Nations fails what? African Cup of Nations fails what? Oh. <laughs> What's it fail? Um, fails... Oh, I don't know. African Nation Cup fails... Uh, television rights no, I don't know no. I'll give you two points but it's to deliver goals to deliver goals and finally uh, uh, Andy Mack uh, they made me strip and took my what? Prince Andrew and dignity <laughs> no. <laughs> they, no they made me strip naked and took my passport I'm going to give you five points for that and you the best one alright very very quickly uh, the odd one out this is NFL uh, playoffs here we go ok so uh, Eastolt the New England Patriots, the Washington football team, and the Dallas Cowboys. 
I'm going to go with Cowboys. Well done, because they're the last one left. So 10 points for you. You're out in the lead on 20 points right now, so you're setting the standard. Okay, uh, double N, Washington football team, New England Patriots, or the Dallas Cowboys? Same, uh, same team, <laughs> <laughs> just in different order, sorry. Go on. I'll go with Patriots. With who? Patriots. No, Patriots. Yeah. no, it is the... Uh, Washington football team because he didn't qualify. Uh, next, okay. So, uh, Kieran, for you, the Green Bay Packers, the Tennessee Titans, or the Dallas Cowboys? Tennessee Titans. Oh, it's the Dallas Cowboys because they're the only one not the number one seed. There you go. Your two are number one in AFC and and or NFC and AFC respectively, respectively. Okay, uh, Andrew Flint, Buffalo Bills, Dallas Cowboys, Cincinnati Bengals. The Bengals. No. Because it's the Cowboys. They're the only one in there to have won a Super Bowl. There you go. <laughs> oh, God. Andy Mack, I think you, you, you need to get this one. Right. Uh, and Steve K. Philadelphia Eagles, mm-hmm. the Dallas Cowboys, or Las Vegas Raiders? Uh, the Eagles. No, it's the Raiders because they're the only one in the AFC. So it's the other two are NFC. <laughs> this is, I'm just making it easy for you. Anyway. And Andy Mack, finally. The LA Rams, the Kansas City Chiefs, or the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? Um, Buccaneers well done because they are 13 and 4 at the end of the season the other two were 12 and 5 so Andy Mack is the champion at the death he steals the title from Isol Cody so thank you very very much guys um, Steve and Kieran, will you come back over with us next week to have a chat about transfers as well yeah yeah, of course. Okay, that's yeah, good. Kieran seems so motivated when I was like, so yeah. Reluctant. So reluctant. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'm good at that. Yeah. I'm right. worthwhile. That's when I'm worth me while. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, guys. Thank you to Easel, to Andrew, Andrew, to Steve, to Kieran, and to Double N for joining us this evening. They're absolutely brilliant. Uh, the best in the world, guys. They are, uh, love work with these people. Okay, folks, uh, the winner, the winner, is Sergey? Sergey, you have won the signed shirt. But everyone else, we're going to be entered into a draw, and next week you will win a chance to join us here live on air. Okay, in Narcos as well. So don't worry. Even though Sergey has won, everyone else who's there will will make a draw, and we'll inform you then uh, on uh, Sunday next week. Okay, or not, sorry, we'll inform you tomorrow. So we're going to go out. To, yeah, tomorrow. My God, Sunday next week. It's already Monday. So folks, it is Monday tomorrow. So we have to go out into the uh, new week we have to be positive we have to be happy and things will always get better but we're not going to play things can only get better we're going to go out with Panic at the Disco and High Hopes back next week hopefully in a studio that I know about the day before Uh, I'm Alan Moore Capital Sports and have a lovely week take care of yourselves and each other Capital Sports with Alan Moore